0: Welcome to The Drawing Board, where we brainstorm the best ways to grow niche sites and YouTube channels. If you want to be a fly on the wall for a conversation between two people growing their online revenue streams, you're in the right place. Introducing your hosts, Amelia and Chris. Welcome to The Drawing Board. I'm Chris. I'm Amelia. And today we're talking about a niche site battle that we're going to start.
1: Yeah, we haven't really worked through all the details yet. So we decided to wait to do it so we could record it because I think it will be hilarious.
0: Yeah, this is like the negotiations that we're recording today.
1: The things that we brought to the table. So our demands, what can or cannot be done in this because let's face it, neither of us can afford to just drop everything we are doing to focus on destroying each other. Right. Because the goal is not to destroy the other stuff that we've already built.
0: Yeah. That's my biggest hesitation about taking on this new niche site that you and I are going to start at the same time is that I've got so much else to do. Like the thing, there's a thing in my head saying, why the hell are you starting another niche site?
1: (laughs) Well, why, why do it then? Because I know why I was planning on doing anyway. The question is, why are you
0: just because it's fun and i can make youtube content from it <laughs> yeah. like literally that's it it's awesome. i know it's a complete waste of my time but then <laughs> again like in, in a year's time what, like what is the goal in a year's time do we want to be making a thousand bucks a month from this
1: well it depends though because if we throttle the stuff back right like that was one of the potentially discussed topics i mean yeah it, the goal would i would love to be making a thousand dollars a month uh, in 12 months but if you throttle me or i throttle you on how many posts we can post then it it may make it that goal may not be achievable
0: okay well let's i guess we should probably start by talking about what sort of site are you planning on making are you planning to make one that you want to monetize primarily through display ads have you got an affiliate angle what are you thinking about
1: Well, so far, I have not selected, like, the niche yet because I have not spent my time digging through Ahrefs yet because I have to be very, very... I have to be very methodical about when I get hrefs because if I'm not careful, then I will do nothing but look at keywords for days. So I have to like really limit myself to like this, these are the days and the time. So I have like the general idea for the niche and I'm aiming for ads mostly because I'm not that great at affiliate content. And I don't like creating affiliate content for products that I don't have. And so because I am expecting to pitch a budget, because I feel like that's the only way I will be able to keep up with you. Um, that will also limit me on investing in products, for example. Like I would, I would have to be really uh, specific about what it is that I would buy, because otherwise, I just wouldn't want to create affiliate content because uh, I just don't like doing that. I don't think it's good. I, I'm not, and I'm not good at it. So I'm going to aim mostly for ads and for traffic. And so I was going to propose that we be looking at if we were going to be measuring on revenue, um, looking at ad rev and traffic.
0: Right. I'm thinking the same thing, partially because, I mean, next month is month 12 of my, in fact, by the time this podcast comes out, I'll probably have out my month 12 wrap up of my race to $1,000 case study that I'm currently doing on YouTube. And one of the things I'll be talking about is that my focus has pivoted significantly away from affiliate and towards ads. And I think for this new site, I'm going to be doing pretty similar thing to you targeting uh, display advertising income, which is you and I have talked about this before in private, probably not on the podcast that both of us feel frustrated that we have been getting lower RPMs than we would like to from ads. So one of my goals for this one is to choose a niche where I think that I will be getting a decent RPM from ads.
1: Oh, that's totally my goal too, right? I have this other site I started in January and the RPM was better than I expected, but then I just, you know, marinate in the community where you've got guys or ladies saying, you know, oh, my RPM is 30, mine is 40, mine is 50, oh, mine is 150. And I'm like, (laughs) how, how do you do that? And so that was one of the reasons to try again. Right. As I managed to get a site that's around 20 right now, it's like, can I do better? And what sort of niche and what sort of keywords do I have to target to make that happen? And that's, I really want to see if I can figure out the puzzle on this RPM because I, I want that.
0: Right. So you've got a general idea for a niche yet, but you haven't nailed it down and you want to use Ahrefs to try to come up with some keywords
1: is that going to be part of my budget? Are we going to use keyword research tools? Is like a part of the investment because if I have to count um, like the ninety nine dollars for hrefs, then I'm only going to do the seven dollar trial, and then it's a you know I guess is what what's going to be counted in addition yeah. to I assume the domain because yeah I was like. like-
0: this is the same thing. So I've got a current case study that's going on at the moment and there's all this debate about whether or not you should include your Zoic Premium as part of like, what you're reporting. But for me, like I already have an a h s account or I would have one without this case study and I already have a Zoic Premium. So these things, are they, they're not added fees, but if you're a total beginner, it would cost you money to get these things. Mm-hmm. So it's like a gray area where... I'm almost starting an advantage because I have exotic Premium and I have Ahrefs, right? And it's not just
1: almost, you are. We are. are, It makes it harder for people who are starting from scratch because they are investing in these things for the first time. Like, I already have hosting. Yes, same. I already have an account, so I'm not going to be paying extra for hosting. So, and folks who are just getting started, they have the domain and they have hosting and they have Ahrefs and all the other tools for the first time that they can use then to build in the future, but I'm, I'm not gonna be paying for that. And so I don't know how you want to account for that because I, and unless I had to go get a new hosting account because mine were already full, I'm I not going
0: anything. I feel as if we kind of have to sort of confess that we're d- using these tools that we already have access to, but we shouldn't just go ahead and like buy another subscription to Ahrefs. Like I agree.
1: Yeah. I think if, if we were to go and buy something specific for this site, like let's say I didn't have a subscription to Link Whisper and I decided I wanted to put Link Whisper on this site because I had so many articles, which is not going to happen um, in this, this month, then I would count that. If, it, if it's something that I already had, then I, I'm okay with not counting that as part of the budget.
0: So we're talking budgets right now. What is, why do we need a budget? What are you going to, what do you want to spend money on that you don't already own?
1: Well, here's the thing. You invest a lot more money in content every month. You have dedicated writers and you could potentially just say, okay, here's the niche and I'm going to kick just all of my writers to this with your writing budget for a couple months. And then it's going to be really hard for me to keep up with you because I don't spend what, two or $3,000 a month on writers. Isn't that what you're spending right now?
0: Yes, but I wasn't planning on pivoting my writers from their current website.
1: I'm saying you could. I could. You could. It's true. I could. And plus, Uh, it would be great to make this something that, uh, one, if people wanted to follow along or, you know, make it something more realistic for folks who are getting started, because I think a lot of people are in their first or second website and dropping three grand a month on content is not realistic. It's just not.
0: So what are we doing then? Are we saying no budget at all?
1: No, well, there has to be a budget because we have to invest. I have to buy a domain, right? That's not just going to fall out of the sky. I was thinking like a monetary cap for the length of the project. And you could spend it however you want. So whatever the cap is, if you want to spend it like a little bit each month all the way through, or you could just take that budget and say, all right, I'm going to spend all this money on a super cool, mega awesome domain and then crush you with my other skills that I will just do myself.
0: I mean, I guess we can set a budget out. I doubt that I'm going to dip into it, to be honest, but we can do it.
1: How do you I, mean? Like you say, okay, uh, after I buy the domain, I will spend nothing else on this site at all. I'm just going to write all the content myself. Sure. Why not? <laughs> but you don't write content hardly at all anymore. Yes,
0: I do. I write a <laughs> blog post before noon every day.
1: Uh, okay. Well, if you, if, if so, then are we talking fresh domains?
0: I think so. I was considering an expired domain for this. Um, and then I went expired domain hunting yesterday. And there was like a couple that looked all right. And in fact, I could probably just buy them for 11 bucks on Namecheap. But a lot of it, like, it's hard to find an expired domain without a really spammy backlink profile. Like, it's got to have a good domain name. It's got to have a good backlink profile. The anchor text has to be, you know, it doesn't have something like Mumbai written in it or something, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, for me, I don't, I don't have enough experience working with expired domains. So I guess it could be a neat experience right to try it out and then see if it makes a difference but i feel like i'm still honing my skills and starting a site from scratch with a fresh domain and i don't i don't think i am have all of those things figured out yet and so i was planning on starting with a fresh domain because that's what i feel like i need to learn
0: right an expired domain has its own i mean i've never used an expired domain either but it it has its own challenges in the sense that I might get stuck the site site might get stuck because you know Google hates something that happened to it in the past, so there is an added dimension of of challenge involved in an expired domain, but then there's the added potential
1: that I you don't. could just like your articles could rank and skyrocket and then you you just don't really know until you get in there and put the content on there and see what happens
0: right so essentially let's say this. If I do use an expired domain and I'm still considering it, there's one that I'm sort of considering. If I do use an expired domain, it's got to be one that I just buy off Namecheap that was just a drop domain. And it's not one that is sort of bought on in auction or anything, mm. which would just make it even more difficult for me to find a good one.
1: <laughs> I'm lazy. All right. That's the other thing. That sounds like a lot of work to like hunt through and like do the, the required research and like do all the checking. like. I got, yeah. I got stuff to do, man. And
0: wow. they're not always in the back of my mind. Like if I'm losing this thing, like I probably expect I will.
1: Why, why do you expect that? Why would you say that?
0: Because I feel as if I'm going to say we set a limit of 15 articles a month. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to smash through those articles in the first week of the month so I can get on with my life <laughs> <laughs> and work on the websites that are actually making me money.
1: Well, then what you say, why, but you said, oh, I'm probably going to lose this thing. And I don't understand what. Because the content's
0: probably going to be terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Well, I, I was expecting you to say that you wanted to, uh, you wanted to have a budget for outsourcing. But if we will agree that we'll write our own content straight up, then I'm all right with that.
0: Budget for outsourcing? Hey, if there was say if there was a thousand dollar budget for outsourcing, and I'm paying twenty five dollars an article, that's forty articles. I mean, it would be nice to throw a thousand bucks down and get the website started.
1: I mean, the other thing somebody could do with the thousand bucks is invest in some links, or you know, some outreach, or social signals. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the way I was. I was thinking, oh well, if there was a budget, you know, it could be spent however we want. And if you wanted it to be, I mean, a thousand bucks, you could dump that straight away into content for that first month. And then you say, okay, will that help overall the rest of the content that you produce later because you already have this stuff on there? It will already be, because how long will it take me to get through those articles? Although to be fair, we said there was a cap on the monthly article. So you couldn't post all 40 in the first month, right?
0: That's yeah, that's a really good point.
1: So it may not matter because it's the max we could produce each month was a certain amount. So when you have a cap in articles, right? Like 15 or 20 or 10 or five a month, then it really comes down to how good were you when you picked the niche and then the article topic and the keyword. And so you have to be really, really, really specific about what it is that you were picking, not just to get traffic but also to get the ad revenue because there's some articles, right? There's some topics that maybe will bring you lots of traffic, but the RPM for them is like $2. That's
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. So, so like by setting these boundaries, we're essentially making it a competition for quality of keyword research and quality yes. of niche selection.
1: Yes. So, it so, really... so basically
0: the next like week of our lives is going to determine who's going to win this challenge in a year's time.
1: No, the niche is part of it, but then also just as you go being selective about the topics that you choose. And then also as you're writing the article, right? What are your H2s? What articles on long tail keywords that maybe weren't part of your original research will you also rank for in Google? Like what, what, what is Google going to jump people to in your article with this whole passages thing to get more traffic? And so it's just going to be like being really selective about what you choose to write on. Whereas if you're planning on right you know, building, a site that's got a thousand articles, you pick every single keyword.
0: Yeah. You just, whether or not it's, the whole thing. Yeah. You know. Because you
1: just like the scattershot approach. So this is more of like a, the surgical.
0: Yeah. This is an interesting little challenge. Mm-hmm. The more I think about it.
1: Mm-hmm. It really, so- for me, it is a, a good thing because it, it's I think there's some weakness that I have in niche selection and in topic selection because, like you said I, I can write articles quickly, and so I don't always think, well, you know, if this article doesn't rank like oh well, I'll just write another one and, yeah exactly and so if it fails, it fails, it's just like publish and move on, the John Dykstra, like publish and move on, crank and crank, and uh, I won't be able to do this here. I will have to actually think more than I normally might.
0: Okay, link building. Are we allowed to do any link building? Yes. So we're allowed to link build, but if you don't have a budget and no money. Are you planning on link building? Is this like a proprietary secret that you don't want to tell
1: <laughs> You know, I I was thinking um uh, about the various ways to get traffic and also social signals to a site early so if i thought okay what have i seen and what do i really know works and what i have seen in two sites that i have started early is that uh well started is that early on if the sites got some natural social signals that they seem to jump my 2019 case study and it was an accident um, but one of my writers was in like this specialist Facebook group and she shared the post that she wrote in the Facebook group. And I had this anomaly day, like 500 people came to the site in like month two, right? Just a time when that's really unnatural that does, you don't get that from organic search. But after that happened, the site seemed to move, like it seemed to grow a lot sooner. And then, and then I felt like it should have. And then in this last time around with my Amiga site, I've been doing, making sure that each post has, you know, a Facebook post and a Twitter post and a Pinterest pin. And just, I have to wonder if those early social signals are the reason why in month five, like yesterday, the site crossed 5,000 page views in the first, uh, in the last 30 days and I thought, God, you know, is that part of it? So, so you're th-
0: you're, are you thinking of like hiring micro workers or something to come to your site and leave comments?
1: Um, I I don't think that's natural though. That's the thing. And so it's like thinking that if I had a budget that I might just as an experiment, right? To see, because I'm not going to have the content that my Amiga site has. My Amiga site has 180 posts on it now in month five. And I'm going to be at max, you know, in five months, I'm going to have a third of that. So, you know, can I make up for that with um, some as natural as possible social signals? So like dripped out socials and maybe trying to get, you know, a, like a high quality link in month two, like one or two here or there to see if it helps. And it may do nothing. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm not a link builder, but I like, oh, would be great to test it out and see because why not?
0: Do we have to report, like if I assume we're going to come back to each other and report on this monthly, do we have to report to each other what we did throughout the month? Do I have to say like, I I got this link this month?
1: Um, Sometimes you may not even know, right?
0: Yeah. But like, are are we being transparent about each month? This is what I did. I, I feel like we should be.
1: I don't I don't see any harm in it. Um, all it might inspire you to do is to do something similar next month. You're like, oh, yeah. like you're good at link building, right? This Harrow thing. I'm not good at it at all. Um, and I might have to be creative in other ways. Like, I mean, is there anything that stops me from starting a YouTube channel associated with this site and seeing if I can pull traffic from YouTube or if that's a social signal or you know doing like an all-in on Pinterest. Like there's nothing that stops you from doing that. If that's, if you wanted to hire a Pinterest VA with your budget because your site, your, your niche happens to be Pinterest friendly, like there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, right. unless our win, our definition of winning is uh, organic traffic. Yeah. And okay. so that's another discussion.
0: Yeah. No, I don't think it should be organic traffic. If you can get traffic to your website some other way, good for you.
1: I think so too. I mean, it, it's the, the ad revenue is the ad revenue one way or another. So then uh, that's another topic at the end. We say, okay, well, what this, this head to head, it's a battle, right? It implies that somebody wins and somebody doesn't. And is there like an ultimate winner or is there like a quarterly winner? And, you know, I feel like that's the, the discussion for the end. Like, all right, what is the, the point of this battle and what are we trying to accomplish with it and then is there any sort of prize or opposite of prize for how it turns out when you brought this up you were like it would be cool to make you do something embarrassing and and i was laughed because it was me you're like <laughs> but maybe you were just using like the general you
0: you you thought that I was trying to set you up to do something embarrassing in front of everyone. Is that what you thought?
1: Well, because we're going to share this on YouTube, right? We're going to make our own separate videos about the things and then, you know, probably make content like this now and again. And uh, you referred to something like, oh, the income school guys like jumped in a, like a a, a, a pool of spaghetti. Or, a, a spaghetti or like the the swimming pool of Thai food. Like, first yeah. of all, it's wasteful, I think, to make a bunch of food and then swim in it. Uh, <laughs> but
0: it's funny, you know, though.
1: It's funny. I mean, there are people starving around the world, and these guys are swimming in Thai food. But I mean, America.
0: <laughs> so what? So no swimming in Thai food then? I, uh, I say,
1: let's not waste food, please. Okay. Like well, we can come not... up
0: with we can come up with things as we go along, and then Well, we that's can... the thing.
1: It would be cool to say, okay, quarterly. Like there is a, um, like progress, progress wins or the progress winner. You can be like crown, like, all right. Um, it's too bad that there aren't five quarters in a year. So we could go like best three of five or something. Or I guess we could say this was, um, something divisible by five. Like we could do, you know, 15 months instead of 12 months or six months or like monthly for so long. So then we could say the overall winner, um, Could be chosen from you know who won the quarter rather than who won the whole thing because maybe you like had a really tough time getting started maybe indexing just crushed you in the first two or three months but then the second half of the thing you could like win the last three quarters just by sheer effort and or um or 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 i could win the first three months and then you could crush me at the end but i would still win overall because i won q one two and three and your site just didn't age in as sometimes your sites do until the end. And
0: yeah, that's interesting that you've observed that. I'm a, I'm a slow starter. I'm a late bloomer when it comes to websites.
1: And for me, mine, I, like, I, have, I have a lot of luck early on, like these sites jumping up early while yours like... And we don't exactly, I don't exactly know why this is either. But it, we really have no idea because so much of the stuff that we do is exactly the same.
0: So 15 months five quarters
1: 15 best
0: of months. Five. and each, right. each quarter what, what's the measure of like is it money is it traffic is it
1: i think i think it should be um what if there were three metrics so if you could win best two of the three metrics then you win so let's say you get uh, the most page views but then you know your rpm blows and your uh, earnings blow, then you lose because I could beat you with fewer page views, but more earnings and some other metric, like like two out of three would be the...
0: Okay, so traffic would be one metric. Revenue would be another metric. We need a third metric. So you compute. say traffic,
1: are we talking sessions, users, page, page views, views, and, and um, as defined by who? So Google Analytics, Ezoic, because we know... That if you are using Zoic, that sometimes it lazy loads the Google Analytics tag, and you might miss out on page views because
0: whichever one's higher. Because at some point, I might be putting this on AdThrive.
1: I mean, in, because... in fifteen <laughs> months, it's entirely possible. I mean, fifteen posts a month. I'm sorry, but I'm doubting that at fifteen posts a month, you could get to AdThrive, unless but okay, I only need unless... To, get to
0: thirty thousand. I know. Well, right that's
1: now. that is something also that you you already have. That the average new person would not have, they would not already have an AdThrive account.
0: Sorry I think enough. that
1: I, I really think that we should be able to just uh, utilize what we have, and I'm okay with you if you can get an, a big site onto AdThrive and then this little site gets to thirty thousand, and you dump it on AdThrive, Like, I'm okay with that. We can and cross if, that
0: bridge if, when we come to it. We're, we're know, it, making big assumptions here that I can get this website up to 30,000 page views if I'm only putting out 15 articles a month.
1: I mean, it it seems extraordinary, right? Yeah. It, but it, maybe you just really crush it on topic selection. It's yeah. not unheard of. I think about Phil's case study. He, like, in month four, he got 30,000 Yeah, 30, but
0: he, he also wrote 87 articles in month one.
1: It's also true. He did have, I think he had 180 posts by month four and the month that that was the month he had 30,000.
0: Hey, you, so you and he almost are matching.
1: No, no, no. I'm like well behind in month three. He had, I think six. It's not like I don't look at this case study at all, like comparing myself, but in month four, he had um, a lot of traffic and there's no way I'm going to catch that. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just, bonkers. All right. All right so, so then
0: we've got two, we've got two metrics and we just cannot think of the third metric.
1: Well, how about the, the EPMV? It's like closely associated with how much you earn.
0: Yeah. Well, it's closely associated with both. Cause if you've got tons of traffic and low EPMV, it's the, the deciding factor is, well, did I make more money or not? So maybe that is a good one. Plus we both said that one of our goals is to try to get a high EPMV or RPM. So maybe if, if we've got this as an explicit goal of our case study, then maybe it should be our third one.
1: I don't know. If you have, um, I, th- I feel like the, the EPMB and earnings are, are really closely tied together.
0: Like, Not necessarily because say, for example, my case study at the moment where I've got 77,000 page views in month 11, but only $9 EPMV.
1: So then you could have a, a high, P- high EPMB and low earnings.
0: That's why they're all all interconnected. But the way in which you get that trifecta working out for you is whether you're going to win or not. I think it's clever. I I like it.
1: Okay. So then we'll take um, the EPMV if we're with the Zoic. And if you move ad networks, then we'll just pick whatever. You could just go with whatever metric they have.
0: I hope this comes to like two versus two in the final quarter. That would be great.
1: (laughs) Versus a straight across the board. Chris beat me again.
0: I feel as if uh, it will be like one of us will just absolutely wipe the floor with the other one. I just, I just have a sense that that's going to happen.
1: I don't at all. I, well, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's really up in the air because we've been talking about niches and we're both kind of targeting like the similar ideas of trying to go with really high value, uh, higher yeah. value.
0: All right. Let's lock that one in. So we've got, we've got our, our we've agreed on our goals and how long it's going to take. Did we agree on a uh, budget? Let's just say a $1,000 budget. I have no idea how I'm going to spend that money. I'm just just, going to watch what you do and then I'm going to do the exact same thing (laughs) the month after.
1: So you can't spend more than $1,000 on this as long as it's... um, And we're okay with using tools and services that we already have. Yeah. Um, When can you start? So like... Are we saying that we can't spend money before our start date? So like I couldn't buy my domain now.
0: I think that we should have a call on July the 1st and buy our domains like live in front of each other.
1: (laughs) What? I think we should kick it off on a day when I'm sure then that I can actually make such a call.
0: Yeah. July the 1st is a Thursday. Oh, I might be camping. Oh, that's the other thing. This is summer. I'm going to be camping for the next three months
1: and me too but that's life too that's real life right
0: yeah see this is like the whole thing about being uh, having your own new site business like summer comes and you're like screw this i'm going paddle boarding i'm not going to work i guess that's how i'm going to spend my budget if we say we have 15 articles each month and i go hey i'm going camping this month then so i'll just use the spend budget it on to content. back that up mm-hmm. yeah i think that's what i'll do
1: yeah i'm i'm probably not going to outsource any content at all and I'm going to try to use that thousand dollars to unbuy the domain and then try to find ways to make the most of that money, like make the most of the posts. So maybe um, experimenting with link building or social signals or just something to to make the site, like help the site grow a little sooner.
0: OK, so the thing that we've been dancing around is how many posts we're allowed to do
1: well, you you had thrown out fifteen, and yeah. I think we were pretty clear. Um, I think we talked about already why we feel like this is necessary, but it's mostly because neither of us can afford to ignore our other projects and yeah. and it's not a matter of um, I just don't want any any sort of i don't want to say distraction, but. These other, I have sworn up and down that I'm going to get the mega site to 500 posts in 2021. And wherever the earnings end up, I am not going to let anything stop me from that. And, but this is a distraction, right? So, and I know my weaknesses and my weaknesses are competitions, um, public things where people know that I'm doing something. And so um, it will just be a forced, throttle like it will force me to um stick to my other goals which is i mean i it's already june 5th and i have 50 posts as my goal for the mega site for this month and i think i have three up so far because i have mostly just been you know well one i got the covid vaccine and i've been sick but also just i've been you know thinking like oh maybe this thing and i know i'm going to spend time doing research and so i just i i refuse to let happen what always happens to me, which is stop working on a viable project. I just, yeah. Am not and I'm worried. with, I,
0: I also have a site that's got 200 articles on it and I want to get it to 500 by the end of the year. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I've got the one my writers are working on that I spend a couple of days a month working on. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I've got my things going on as well. So, mm-hmm. are you okay with 15? Is, is it like when we're saying 15 articles, I guess there's no word limit for per article.
1: Do you think there should be?
0: I guess not. The uh, because the alternative thing is we can give ourselves a word limit. So, for example, fifteen articles, at fifteen hundred words an article is. Can you do the math? 15,
1: fifteen articles at a thousand words an article.
0: At fifteen hundred an article.
1: Oh, fifteen hundred. Um,
0: That's twenty-two thousand five hundred <laughs> words a month. Like,
1: let me let me get my calculator out. I mean, I. Well, you say, okay, well, what would be the reason for that? And you could say, oh, well, then somebody could write like Brian D- Dean style posts, right? And just yeah. cover a topic like ebook style and, you know, make 10,000 word posts and say, well, I mean, one, does that work? I don't know. That might be something worth testing out is is it writing a fewer posts that are longer, like is...
0: I don't know. Yeah, I think we should just say, we should just say 15 articles and just leave it at that. And we can decide how long we want our articles. You and I usually write a similar word length anyway, like between 1000 and 2000
1: words. I think that not having a word count on there, um, I don't know, would add just a little spice to it too. Because then you, if maybe you have a topic, maybe you have a topic and I'm looking out my window at, at everything about fence posts right and maybe you know maybe the everything guide is a long guide i mean and it's still going to take a lot of time i mean it's not like you can outsource that because if you you know paid for that article that's that's your budget i mean when you're capped at the number of articles you couldn't do that over and over and over and over and over again 50 times yeah but it it does bring into you know morton's army army ants right exactly where he just takes a like a, a topic and then answers every single question associated with that that's remotely related. I mean, that's initially what I think of. It's just an H two. That's, you know, what are fence posts? You know, what are fence boards? Like, what are fence caps? Like, and just going through and then being able maybe to get traffic and maybe that it becomes a viable strategy. Yeah, maybe,
0: I'm, I'm literally like one of my projects that I've got my, all my writers working on, I'm literally doing the exact opposite of that and getting all of the
1: mm-hmm.
0: keywords, the sub-keywords that these army ants people are ranking for and writing individual guides on each of the sub-keywords, which is why it's already at 200 articles in three months.
1: Yeah, I'm doing the same actually on another post. It's just like people who make lists of like, here are the top 10 things or top 10 places and then writing an article specifically about... That place because yeah. they don't have like an article about that place on their site.
0: Yeah. Okay, so 15 articles each per month. After 15 months, we'll have we'll have about 220 articles on our site. That's now, a if,
1: fair. That's a fair. Like that's a fairly big site.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a site. Yeah. Um, so
1: what about this? What if you don't write all 15?
0: Yeah, I was going to I think you should be allowed to catch up.
1: I do too. I think the max so. Oh, so then if we say at the end it'll have 200 articles like could somebody go and say all right i'm gonna just smash them out all in one month and that's the max that i have or we say okay
0: you've got to you've got to wait until the first of the month to put your next 15 on
1: mm-hmm. and then if you but if you missed in last month you're allowed to Catch make up. those up whenever yeah so as i guess at the, so at the end of month two then the max you could have is 30 Exactly. And I and I could post zero in month one if I wanted to, and then post 30 in month two. Yeah. Yeah. And so, or I could like catch up slowly, like in month three, so long as I don't have more than 45 by the end of month three. Yep. All right. That's fair. I I think that's because I was thinking, man, like what, like you might go paddle boarding and then not get it done and then come back and be like, all right, August is where it's at. I'm going to get all my stuff together. And then.
0: All right. Is that Ethan? Is that. Are the terms negotiated. Is there anything else that we haven't thought of?
1: Is there anything that you'd be like? I don't want you doing that.
0: Uh, link building. <laughs> <laughs> I I have developed this hatred of link building, and I'm just like, oh, if I do good enough keyword research, I just don't have to bother with link building, you know? Yeah, I mean. But I'm, I'm only joking. If you, you I mean,
1: I you mean, go, you know, I mean, you know that I'm not a link builder, so it's not like I have this like special skill and strategy to go out and like crush you on PBNs because I don't know how to do that. And I have never really had an interest in doing it, but yes. at the same time,
0: right now's the time I have to smash Chris,
1: Not that I have to smash Chris. I just would like to have a respectable finish in this head to head battle because, you know, if we have fun with it and you know, it's like a valuable exercise and we both come out of this. Cause the goal is for both of us to come out of this with an, a valuable asset, right? Like, right. Like that's the only reason to do it is not just to win because there's no point in creating a site. Like you see this, some of these uh, like SEO competitions where they, you know, how fast can you rank a site? And, you know, they rank a site number one um, and gets a ton of traffic for like three days and then Google eats it. That's I, true. Yeah. I am not going to do this. Unless at the end, I have a valuable asset that I can either uh, maintain or sell. That
0: would be the ultimate thing. Sell it at month 15 and whoever gets the best (laughs) price for their sale.
1: I don't know, because I don't think at 15 months that the site will have reached, achieved its full value because you'll still have articles, especially if you're putting them in at month 15. So uh, that would, I think, harm both of us to do that. Because we'd be losing out on a lot of our effort, especially since we're going to be creating most of that content ourselves.
0: Yeah, I'm. am re- just like I'm really hoping that we both have a site that's getting traffic at the very I least. Would,
1: I would love at the end of this to for both of us to have a site that's earning a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that'd be cool. So do you? So what about then um, other monetization strategies?
0: I mean, if you if you can do it, do it. I'm not it's just. I'm it's not just intending not in doing to do be... anything but ads.
1: It's not going to be part of the um the like the winning or losing, right? We say, okay, we're just going to be looking at the earnings from ads and then your APMB or RPM and then the page views. Okay. And if you want to and if you want to earn more money because this has an affiliate product, then that's great. That's on you, but it's not going to be part of the the, the fight.
0: All right. Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I can't picture either of us really putting affiliate links on because
1: I mean, I haven't even chosen a niche yet.
0: Yeah, but when I the ones that you've sort of been throwing around, I feel as if that it's probably going to be displayed.
1: I mean, absolutely. I, I mean, that's going to be heavily info content. Yeah. So, are we going to? We're definitely not going to share URLs because neither of us wants somebody to copycat our sites. Are mm-hmm. we going to talk at all about like what niche or like like generally the niche, like hobby or outdoor or? home and garden or any of that stuff? Or are we just going to be silent on it?
0: See, the one I've got in mind, it's hard for me to give it a title without just giving away the whole thing. Mm. So what do you think?
1: I think that, I think what I'm hearing from you is uh, no, and I'm okay with that. I just wanted to be clear.
0: All right. Are you still not going to tell me what you've chosen?
1: I don't know. I mean, first of all, I haven't chosen anything. Um, and second, you know, it's like, oh, you know, should we come in each month and like be transparent about what we've done? Because, you know, is it all about winning or is it about, you know, the process of, you know, sharing something? Uh, and so when you said that, you're like, oh, we should tell each other what we did every month. And then I'm just going to go behind you and copy what you did. And then I was like, all right, that's cool.
0: Yeah. And I'm also like, if, if I know your URL, I can spend my thousand dollars on negative SEO.
1: If you do that, it's odd.
0: I wouldn't intentionally sabotage you when you're putting all this effort into this thing.
1: It would be funny, though. <laughs> like only, if you're like,
0: only if you were making like $10,000 a month from this and I get like one visitor a day, then I'll be like, screw this.
1: <laughs> we're not even friends anymore. Let me destroy your property.
0: You already know what niche I'm going into, don't you? Uh,
1: unless you change it.
0: I have this cluster of keywords that I think that I I want to write, and I'm banking everything on this cluster of keywords. I did find a forum in this niche as well that gets seven million page views a month, according to Semrush. So have you
1: have you you haven't scraped it with a trust? I haven't scraped it yet. No, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's something I got to do too. So like. I can do my prep and say, okay, here are the, here are the forums. Here's everything I'm going to do to get my keywords. Yeah. I'm going to have to do all that before I settle on the niche. Like I'm not worried about picking the domain. I think I'll be able to pick, I'll find something um, in easily in one day. It's just what niche is it going to be?
0: I I feel as if you're going to choose a really good niche. I think, from some, from some of the niches that you and I have been brainstorming, I'm like, oh yeah, I think there's a lot of money in some of those niches. The
1: question is, are there keywords? And Phil would always say, and he says this to me all the time, he says, there's always low competition keywords, right? When you say, oh, like, can I rank for stuff? And he always, he says, there's always low competition keywords. He's like, stop thinking about whether or not you can, for any niche, he's like, any niche, anything. He says, there's always low competition keywords. And like but
0: there's the complicating factor that you can't write a hundred articles. You need to write, you need to be very careful about what keywords you write for each month.
1: Yeah, well, and then also you think about you know some of the stuff, the content that YouTubers are pushing out right now about, I think it was Matt Diggity who did that interview with that dude who did the, um, had that crazy site that he didn't do any of like the standard SEO. But what he did was he wrote on every single topic, regardless of whether or not there was traffic for those articles or if he expected any, like Google just decided that he was the authority on this topic and then started to send him traffic as a result. Uh, I mean, and that's, that's counterintuitive for the folks that are trained up on the low competition uh, long tail keywords. You like ignore the big topics because you won't rank for them anyway. And whether or not Google's looking at it, like, well, you don't have articles on these, You know tree like the trunk of the tree type topics so we can't rank you for it yeah so maybe you might have to write some articles on those topics uh just to rank those other articles
0: yeah good point i was actually thinking that i needed to that i was going to write for my first month i was going to write those 15 tree trunk articles Mm -hmm. and then month two will be when I start writing the low competition articles coming off the the tree.
1: You know, with writing less content, it will definitely allow me to plan like site architecture a little better. I say, okay, what's going to link to what? And then, you know, having a main category page or just having um, pages rather than using category like blog roles, just creating specific pages. And then like a very um, thought out architecture, which, I've tried to do before and because I am focused on content, I always screw that up, I think.
0: You know what I think I might do? I might do a cluster a month and each cluster has got 15 Mm. articles in it.
1: Mm. So you could take your niche topic and then just, just crank out 15 articles on that one topic, whatever it is, and then move on. So at the end you would have 15 topics.
0: Yeah, but they're all, they all obviously have to be very closely related topics as mm-hmm. well.
1: All right. Is there anything else? Because I think this is, this is it.
0: Let's see what happens.
1: All right. Well, may the best publisher prevail.
0: I'm ending the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> We're still working on the whole like outro things. In fact, I think, did Mike do an outro for us? Yes. Q-, Q outro courtesy of Mike below average bogger, friend of the podcast. Thanks for listening to the drawing board. You can find more of Amelia's content on YouTube under the name Amelia Gardner. You can find more of Chris on YouTube under the name Mitch Safari. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next episode.